everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We're your hosts. I'm Bethany. And I'm Crystal. How is everyone doing out there? How is your mental health? How are your New Year's goals working out? I hope everyone out there is doing what is best for yourself and taking care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself first. I had to realize that this past weekend for my own self. Yes, it's so, so, so important. I'm the one who reminded you of that. Yes. You have to take care of yourself because I actually saw a TikTok video because uh, we always talk about TikTok for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Stephanie actually showed it to me and it was like kind of sciencey of a video. But in the video, uh, it kind of talked about the future and past and all that kind of stuff. But it was basically, she said something that probably nobody else picked up on, but it was kind of like one of those things, like I needed to hear it. And she basically just said that in order to change our future, we have to change our present. And if we want to learn a new skill or if we wanted to feel a certain way, like we have to make that change today because we don't have a future, the future, like we're always in the present. So, you know, whenever we say we're going to learn how to do something like ride a bike or we're going to get healthy or we're going to lose weight, whatever, if we don't do that action today, we're just delaying our own happiness. So, exactly. So I'm challenging everybody out there. Whatever you're waiting to do, just stop waiting and do it today. Yeah. Um, And let me just do my little spiel real quick. Uh, Just get the business side of it out of the way so we can get Crystal into this episode. Um, We have been selling merch. Uh, I don't know if there's something in the water, in the air, or people just really like us recently. We've sold a lot of merch. We're actually out of sizes like we have sold out of sizes and shout out to one of our long-term listeners kayla um i actually just packaged up a shirt and uh, my mailman actually picked it up this morning for her um so thank you kayla i know you're going to be listening to this episode thank Um, you yeah we do have sizes we have a few smalls um i think we actually only have like one small left we have a good bit of medium and larges and extra large just no 2x i was like the first size that was the first go. one to go yeah. um but we're hoping to make a new logo i'm actually been meaning to sit down and try and do one for us myself i just i haven't had the time yet um, but i know me and crystal both would like to do a new logo to maybe make some more merch since we're um i think it'd be to- fun to get some stickers made I do. I was thinking about that. When I was packaging it up for Kayla last night, I was like, man, I, w- I put her like a cute little like handwritten note just to be cutesy. Um, and I was like, I wish I had like a sticker or something else to put in this. So that would be a good Maybe idea. that's what we need to look into. We need to look into stickers. Yeah. That'd be um, fun. But we have had a lot of big things happen in our podcast world, um, you know, outside of us just recording and stuff like that. Um, that's just really fun and exciting, and it's really just had me and Crystal kind of giddy, I guess. That's such an old person term. but uh, <laughs> I love it. I say giddy a lot. Yeah. Um, we love our loyal listeners, just like I was talking about Kayla uh, out there, and we just thank you guys for taking the time each week because we know how life can be busy. I mean, just us sitting down to record this episode tonight, um, life has been hectic and just a stressful week. Just listening to us each week, that means so much. And I'm just going to stop and pass it on over to Crystal now. Okie doke. Well, I like what you had to say, and I agree. Thank you (laughs) to all of our loyal listeners out there. Um, Okay, so I honestly felt like I had not done of like a good old paranormal history lesson in a while and I thought it would be good and cool to pick one and use my history degree history degree and like put it to use you know I don't, I don't think we've done a paranormal case at all recently have we I was just sitting no I, it's been a while yeah I Yeah, I can't. I'm sitting here trying to think of the last one that we did, and I really can't. Um, Well, today I'm going to be talking about the witching hour. Now, if you're listening to us, that probably means you at least know what it is, just because 
I mean, you're listening to this kind of podcast in general. Yeah. If you didn't, I'd be kind of surprised. Um, but if you aren't familiar with the term, then I'm sure you have at least heard it called the devil's hour. Um, though that term might only be if you're religious. Because, I mean, that's how I kind of heard it at first. Not as the witching hour. I kind of heard it as the devil's hour. Um, now, the witching hour refers to a time at night that is thought to be like the most paranormal like when the most paranormal things kind of happen um supposedly this is the time of night when witches ghosts demons are the most active i don't understand how witches can be the most active at this time i guess they could like they're doing like seances or something but i think when i was researching this it definitely kind of felt like the witches they were talking about were more like um ugly noses killing kids cartoonish yes it's kind of like if they go on TikTok for five minutes and look up witch talk, you will see some of the most beautiful women on exactly. this planet. <laughs> Which is why I felt weird saying, like, witches. Because I'm like, but that's not what I think witches are. Like, it's, no. it's kind of different. Um, but, I mean, in my half wrote in my notes, I was like, I kind of guess it just entirely depends on what you believe in, to be honest. Like, it's just kind of different. Yeah. Um, for me personally... The first time that I ever heard about the witching hour was while watching scary movies. Um, and like as I, I realized what it was, then I started like hearing about it like in church and stuff as I grew up. And it was kind of weird that I heard about that in church. But, you know, that's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, though, I couldn't tell you what movie but now that i'm kind of thinking about it i think it was actually the exorcism of emily rose do you remember that movie yeah that's a scary one i used to watch the movie all the time i loved that movie but in the movie she kept waking up at like 3 a.m every morning yeah um so historically the witching hour is either 3 or 4 a.m or 12 to 1 a.m but most people kind of reference it as being like the 3 to 4 a.m. is like usually when it is. So like according to like the folklore stuff, like it was like during that like 3 to 4 time. That was when the veil between the living, like the living and the demons and the ghosts and stuff. That was like when it was at its thinnest. And so, you know, that's when they got active, I guess you could say um now there is actually a couple of other legends that kind of put the witching hour as being from sundown to sun up um that was something else that i found like i'd never you know heard of that before like it being like that big broad space of time um but that is something apparently that i found um and I've also found that, like, there, this isn't just like a, like a Western idea. There is, oh, it Lord. is kind of like an Eastern idea. All you know, all the different parts of. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> all the different kinds of the of the planet. Jesus, I don't know what I'm trying to say at this point. Basically. It's all over. It's all over. Let's just let's just leave it at that. But anyway, but different versions of the term have been used throughout i'm gonna say recent history um like the first time they ever like found it written would be like in early christianity like the catholic church when they decided that three to four a.m would be the devil's hour they kind of well okay so The Bible says that he died, that Jesus died in the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m. So the inverse of that would be 3 a.m. And supposedly the devil, because, you know, we're talking to the devil at all times and we know this from him, wanted to twist the time around for his own sake and basically just took the inverse of the time for himself. So... Yeah. Um, as a, yes, very interesting. As a result, though, the Catholic Church prohibited people from like doing activity during this time, and and so this was also in the 1500s. So if you were doing something like during this time frame, 
people could probably be like, oh, they're a witch. And there's like a 90% chance that the people would be like, they're a witch. You know, so. See, I just can't take that seriously because also in that time frame, if you were a woman and you know how to read and write, you were also a witch. Yeah. So. Which is hilarious to me. Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know. That's a whole other topic. I could do a whole other episode on that. Just the fact that if somebody did something even remotely different, oh, you're a witch. Or also you could do another look on it. Like, are they saying this because they don't want people out at night? Like, are they scaring you into staying indoors? You know, because that whole nothing good happens after dark, you know. Yes, that could very well be what they're doing. I don't know. I just think. This episode, I'll be honest, I'm probably going to say like three times during this whole episode, hey, this could be a whole other episode (laughs) because I literally just said we could do a whole episode over what, like the fact that people talk about the devil's hour in the religious context, and then I could do a whole other episode about... The fact that the Catholic Church was so involved in what time people should be out and about. You could literally, like, just have a whole episode on the Catholic Church. Which, I will say, I would enjoy to do. I took a lot of religious history classes in school. I I did as well. I'm pretty sure we took some of the same classes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, because religious, like, I did the history of Mm. um, Christianity Mm-hmm. And it was it was two semesters worth of classes. And, man, I ate that stuff up. When I tell you it was some of my favorite classes, man. I did enjoy I th- it. Yeah. I think I still have all my notes, to be honest. I can probably just go over them all. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And what was so funny is I specifically remember that class. It I loved it because my teacher was Catholic, but she would not tell any of us what her religion was during the class. She says, I'm not here to tell you the history of my religion. I'm here to tell you the history of Christianity. And I can't be biased about it. Yeah, she has to be unbiased. So I can. And she was really great at it because, like, anytime, like, somebody would say something, she would just give, like, facts of the matter that did not feel like she was swaying one way or the other. Um, So I really like that. Um, Anyway, A whole other problem with this whole witching hour thing, though, is that a lot of people at this time were naturally waking up during this time due to their sleep schedules. So it was pretty common. I don't know how many people know this. And I didn't realize it was as common as it was until I really looked it up. But during the Middle Ages, um, even really up until like (laughs) the 1800s, Um, It was really common for people to have a a first sleep and a second sleep. And that's like how they would refer to it. Mm -hmm. Like um, in particular, if you'd ever read the Canterbury Tales, they make a mention about a first sleep and a second sleep. Yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. It's normally started with people like falling asleep like right after sundown. So like, I mean, it's dark. What else are you going to do but go to sleep? And so they would sleep until about like a little after midnight and they would wake up. And a lot of people, if they were religious, they did prayers. Some people ate food. A lot of people had sex because their kids were asleep because their kids would sleep through the night. Oh, man. Uh, and I mean, they got to make more babies. And so this is when they would have sex. And then by 3, 3 a.m., everyone was asleep again. And then they would sleep until, you know, dawn or when the sun came up. Um, so I can see where this 3 to 4 a.m. being the witching hour came into existence. Because, like, at this point in time, most people were asleep. And if you weren't asleep, I'm pretty sure they would assume that you weren't doing anything good. Yeah. So, like, that's how I could see it. And, like, I did read that it wasn't everybody. Not everyone slept this way. Like, a lot of people, you know, would stay up later and then just sleep all through the night. Kids often slept all through the night. So, it wasn't everyone. It was just really common and it wasn't, like, looked down upon like it would be today. Yeah. Um, Because, obviously it would be kind of 
considered strange behavior today. But like that, that kind of like the way that we sleep, how we go to bed at like 10, 11, 12 kind of stuff, that didn't start until the industrial age and with the invention of artificial light. Like when the shift kind of happened was when we went from people, you know, doing a lot of agriculture stuff or, you know, like people, you know, worked in like pubs or bars or people worked on ships and you couldn't do any of that stuff at nighttime. But then when we started getting into this agriculture, not out of this agricultural age and into this industrial industrial age, we had shift workers and then we had lights and these lights were keeping people up longer and you, you know, you could work only. Yeah you know, during the daytime hours, but now you could work at 10 o'clock at night. So because we had that, people started staying up later. So I think that's when I personally feel like that's when this witching hour stuff started to go from like just this kind of is what it is kind of kind of creepy thing to be more like, well, it kind of went from like something like the church instituted, like you're not supposed to be up at this hour, like nothing good happens at this time, to yeah. it being like an occult kind of thing because oh, it was almost like more taboo. Like really and truly, what were you doing at 3 a.m.? And I could be wrong, and I would love for someone to prove me wrong because I don't know, but eh, I'm just telling you it is what it is. <laughs> so. I'll just tell you what I'm my personal theory on the whole subject. Okay. So now I've got to ask you, okay. have you ever woken up during the witching hour? And what was your experience if you have? Um, well, you already know me personally. So mm-hmm. most nights I am probably awake at 3 a.m. You don't have to be woken up. <laughs> That's, I don't know. That's why like I get it. And like the way you're explaining it, it did make a lot of sense. And also, back then, we didn't have a lot of stuff to entertain us. No. So, like, it's like, we what are you going to do? You're going to go to well, sleep. Yeah. Back then, honestly. And also, they were working themselves to death. So, like, you know, by You're tired. 6, 7 p.m., they were dead asleep because they had to be up at 4 a.m. to, like, work their farms or whatever job they had back then. So, I get it. But now we have TVs and cell phones. And, and bright know. lights in our faces at all times. Yeah, so, like, there's a lot of stuff. And then, also, I just... I naturally think some people are just night owls. See, I am. I am 100% a night owl. I am. I always used to tell my mom, like, I used to beg, can I homeschool? Can I stay home? Like, it was so hard because I've told you this before. I literally used to have to catch my bus at 6 a.m. because I was the first person on. Oh, gosh. And I hated it because I was like, man, I didn't go to sleep till like, probably midnight, 1 o'clock last night. Because, like, my body, even as a child, my body just would never go to sleep. So I mean, it was probably, most people would probably consider it child abuse now. But I totally was the homeschooled kid who was up until, like, 4 in the morning. Actually, there were several days where I was up until, like, 7 or 8 in the morning and then went to sleep. Yeah. Just because that was like how I worked. And I also think it was because I preferred to be alone and I knew if I was everyone else was asleep, I could just get whatever I wanted done. Yeah. I could I could do school by myself and nobody would have yeah. to hassle me. I could watch TV. I could just do whatever. Yeah. And I loved it, dude. I guess I'm just I guess I'm thankful because I can do that with the boys because they're like me. I mean, you know how Zach is. He's very much a morning person. Like mm-hmm. six. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Like we were literally polar opposites. He's having a really hard time working nights right now. Oh, I he's, bet. He's like, I packed him an extra good lunch tonight. It like is packed full of sugar. I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, I help, it'll help you say I packed him like a Nutella sandwich, you know, uh, an oatmeal cream pie. This is sounding very bad. He also had a chicken Caesar salad. I should No, say. it's okay. He needs the sugar to stay awake. Yeah. yeah which which is horrible that we say sugar makes you stay awake because really it doesn't. It, doesn't. it, really, it really should be no. like what protein and fiber. Yeah, but I was like <sighs> in my I don't know. I think we just all go to that. I was like, what can yeah. I put in this? But yeah, and that's him and that's just me. But like I 
I mean, I've also talked about my own personal spooky experiences on here, and I was waiting till we like recorded this episode, but Zach genuinely had his first spooky moment last week. <gasps> no, tell me more. Yeah, actually, it was a couple of days ago. So I think that he's like finally listening to us, and he's like, "Okay, I think I might believe now." He didn't fully say that, and I don't think he'll he'll go to his grave never saying it. But basically, in so many words. But I was upstairs taking a nap. And he was downstairs with the boys and he came upstairs and he woke me up and he was like, I was on a very important phone call for work. Why are you up running up and down the hallway? And I was like, literally in bed, blanket over my face. (laughs) And I was like, Zach, I was asleep. I've been taking a nap. I told you I was laying down. And he was like, I heard you. He was like, you're stomping. Why are you acting like a child? And I was like, what? First off, I was like, who are you coming at with this attitude? Yeah, number one. And then I was like, I literally have not been off of this bed. I've been asleep for the past hour. And he was like, I swear, I heard you running up and down the hall. That's creepy. Where were the boys? They were downstairs watching a movie. Your your neighbor, your new neighbors, they don't have kids, do they? No, and he works nights. So I'm pretty sure he was asleep. That's creepy. Yeah. And I was, like, really spooked. And, like, he literally just, like, slowly backed away and closed the bedroom door. And I was like, don't leave me in here. Um, Yeah, no. I'm coming downstairs. But, yeah, it was really. Don't leave me alone. It was definitely um, really, I don't know, I think eye-opening for him. And that wasn't during the witching hour. That was, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So That's creepy. Oh, I'm so excited for him, though. Is that bad? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he'll admit it, but I definitely, like, looking at his face. Like, he genuinely thought I was, like, running up and down. I was like, first off, I don't run. Um, So, no. And then I was like, what? Like, why would you as a grown adult do that? That's why he was like, why are you acting like a child? I was on the phone. I was like, um, no. Excuse me. No to all of that. And then secondly, open that door up because I'm coming downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not staying up here anymore. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, okay, bye. Whatever's happening up here, I do not want to be a part of it. That's creepy. That's creepy. But you've never had like, you've never been like woken up at exactly 3 a.m. by something startling? I think the last time I remember that is... I've told you this story is when I woke up and I saw a man standing in our doorway. Yes. Around the same time as the butterfly stuff. Yeah. That was like the night before. That happened like that happened that night and then the butterfly happened the next night. I forgot about that. You just spooked me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thank, goodness, thank goodness that monitors or that TV is not in our room anymore. But yeah. 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 I think that was around 3 p.m. Okay, look, all the creepy stuff happens around your bedroom because now I'm thinking about what Joe so told you the other day about the window. Yeah. Oh, my God. Should I tell that story? I think you should. I think you should. Okay. I literally just told Crystal, like, and I told Crystal the same time I was telling Zach, like, we were standing in our kitchen. I think this was last week. It was last week, yeah. And it had happened two weeks prior, and it spooked – I haven't even told my mom. I should really text my mom after this. <laughs> it spooked me so bad. I just got scared. The poster of Dwight in our uh-huh. recording studio, I just looked over and saw a face. Oh, God. Um, I'm, spooking, I'm spooking myself. Um, but we were in we were in bed. Zach was working a night shift at that time, too, and we were – I let I if Zach works night, I let the boys sleep with me for selfish reasons. I don't like to – sleep by myself Um, understandable yeah i'm like come on let's just break the routine y'all come lay with mom and alex was asleep and joe looked me into my soul and we were watching spongebob (laughs) and he was like mom did you know a long time ago i was a man and i jumped out of a a very tall window and died Like what? Just casually? I literally felt my soul leave my body. And I've never wanted to push my child off of a bed, but I like just like wanted to push Joe away from me. <laughs> Get away from me. I was so scared. And I like I was so scared, like I just didn't tell Zach or, or nobody until for some reason I like I told you guys in that kit in the kitchen 
last week. I don't know why, but yeah. And I said the first thing that it like came to my mind when he said that was like I thought about like nine eleven and I being eight know. years old yeah. and watching grown men jump out of windows. I don't know why I didn't think of that, and I've read so many books about it and watched so many documentaries, and that's literally like the saddest thing that you can ever watch. Is just them or or people did that too during the Great Depression. A lot of people committed suicide. A lot of people, yeah. I think I think that would be a good episode actually, because not a lot of people know that. Yeah, they just really they just think that people starve to death, which a lot of people did. But did. a, a, lot, a of lot of people just have were really crappy, and a lot of people lost yeah. a lot of money, and yeah, just yeah. Well, to go along with all the creepy stories, I think I've told both of mine before. I think. I've told everybody, but they both happened at the witching hour. Mm. So, and I have, I will be honest, I have woken up at 3 a.m. a lot over the years. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, I remember probably a good bit of time. I don't know how old I was, but I remember a good span of time where I was waking up, like, exactly at 3 a.m. Like, exactly for, like, a few weeks in a row. It was incredibly weird. Make sure you don't look in a mirror. Oh, please don't. Don't. Mm. I don't know if you know about that. Yes, but mm, no. Mm -mm, No. I just remember remember waking up, looking at my phone and saying 3 a.m. and going, nope. Go back back to sleep. sleep. Yeah, if I do wake up, I'm like, I got to go back to sleep. I'm not. I always say you cannot stay up. You have to. And I like will sit there and force my eyes to stay closed. And then I get super paranoid. And I'm like, there's something in the room with me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being watched. And I'm like, there's something in this room. But if I open my eyes, it's going to be right in front of my face. And so I just have to keep my eyes closed. And I just lay there and I just take deep breaths. And I'm like, just just go back to sleep. Just go back Mm -hmm. to sleep. Just go back to sleep. Um, I have done that a lot over the years. Um, But really, Really and truly, only two of them have, like, creeped me out so much that, I like, I vividly remember them. The first one was when I was living in New Orleans for grad school. I woke up, like, right at 3 a.m. Like, I woke up, and it was 3. And I I will say this. When I looked at my phone, it was, like, 3.02. But I was up for a little bit, so that's why I'm pretty sure it was exactly 3. But I woke up at 3 a.m. to the sound of trumpets. And if you grew up in like some sort of evangelical church or with a family that believes in the rapture, then you know that like the seven trumpets mentioned in Revelations, they basically signal another part of Armageddon, which we could probably do a whole other episode on too, like the history of that. Um, But anyway, I woke up to the sound that I can only describe as like a trumpet that sounded like it was announcing something. Like, you know, that got this, that, it's like that boom, ba da boom kind yeah. of noise. Like, it was like, it was like it was announcing someone. And I remember I sat up straight in bed and I started looking around because I was so sure that I was dreaming it. Like, I just kind of woke up from a dream and that was what was in my dream. It was just in my head. Um, and, I I just didn't even know what it was, but I sat there in bed and I just kept hearing it for probably a good 45 seconds. Like I just heard it. And I just remember like being petrified and my heart was racing and I was looking all around like, what is this noise? And it eventually stopped. And when it did, I got up and I walked outside of my apartment and I like I looked outside to see if maybe like somebody was playing something like playing a trumpet outside. I just was looking all over the place and I didn't see anything. It was pitch black. Only lights on were the like the lights in my apartment complex. Like that was it. And then I just I never heard it again. But it was incredibly hard for me to fall back asleep that night. Um I was actually still half into like the whole Pentecostal stuff and religion stuff. So like a lot of that fear that night was like, oh my God, did I miss the rapture? Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. Did I? And I remember legitimately thinking that I had been left behind, which thinking back is incredibly dumb of me, but 
that's a whole other story and a whole other podcast in itself. But I'll say that was probably like my first like scary experience with the witching hour. Because like I said, I had woken up at three o'clock before that and been kind of freaked out. But it was more like it always felt like it was just like something in my head that I was making myself kind of scared. This was like there was definitely something external that was making me scared. So I don't know how to explain that. So the second time was about two-ish years later when I was living in Pennsylvania with Tyler. Um, It was shortly after I moved up there and I still had several things that were like in boxes. This particular night though, Tyler was in New York with his friends and I had just finished watching a episode of a show called Midnight Texas. Do you remember that show? Yeah, Did you I ever watch it? it. Okay. Yeah, I it. So I watched a really kind of, I think it was like the season finale of season two or something, like the last episode ever. <laughs> um, but it really freaked me out because I remember like the devil coming out of the ground or something. I don't even remember, but it was creepy. Um, but a little after 3 a.m., I woke up and I felt frozen. Like I couldn't move at all for a few seconds. And then the bedroom door slammed shut. And I swore that this black man-shaped mass, like, it was, like, a mass of, like, just, like, this black shadow man. Like, it was just a black shadow came towards me. And, I like, I screamed out loud and covered up my head really quick. And I tried calling Tyler um, several times. Like, I called him, like, four times in a row, but he was asleep, and I guess his phone was on vibrate. Um, and he just never answered. So I called my mom and I just talked to her until I calmed down and she calmed me down and was like, it's probably just something like your brain just saw something like it's just go back to sleep. Just relax. Um, I never went back to sleep that night. I stayed up all night because I just could not fall asleep. Um, the next morning though, I discovered that some empty boxes that I was storing behind the door had fell over and like they had closed the door. But I mean, that doesn't change the fact that I swear I saw this shadow man coming towards me, but it definitely like scared the crap out of me like I screamed I remember because I legitimately like if I close my eyes long enough I can like see what I saw again which is very creepy but the second story though does kind of lead me into like one of the most popular theories surrounding the witching hour um and that's that it's the it's all in the mind Mm -hmm. and that basically it's because of the ever nifty REM cycle so The REM sleep cycle, if you don't know what that is, it stands for rapid eye movement. And basically, it's what happens to your body in the deepest stage of sleep. Like, it's stage four sleep. So, like, you have, like, you know, obviously the different stages that you go through. And you go through them all over and over again. So, you go through one, two, three, four is REM. And then you go back to one, two, three, and then REM again. And REM is where you get, like, the good, good sleep. Um, that's what I always call it. Um, you never want to wake. If you wake up in your REM cycle, that's when you're the most tired. So like if you've ever had an alarm go off and then you wake up and you just feel really, really groggy, chances are you are in the middle of your REM cycle. Like the best time is to like wake up after your REM cycle in cycle one or two. Um, which there are apps out there that can track your REM cycle based off how much you move during the night because you do not move during your REM cycle and they can set your alarm to wake you up like when you're in stage one or two. So if anyone wants to know, that's a thing. I must never have REM sleep because Zach says I move constantly all night. You might not get good sleep. <laughs> but basically in REM cycle, your heart rate slows down a lot and your body temperature lowers and your brain becomes just as so like during like like the first three REM cycles, your brain is decreasing in activity. And then in REM cycle, your brain is just as active as it is if you were awake. But since so like, you know how your brain's active and we're moving around, like I'm talking with my hands right now, we're moving constantly. Well, to prevent that and to prevent like sleepwalking or night terrors and stuff like that, your brain will actually paralyze most of your muscles. So obviously it's not going to paralyze your heart, but it'll like paralyze the muscles in your arms or your legs and stuff like that. So you're not like getting up and moving. 
So theoretically, not even theoretically, like that is how rim works for most people. Um, but like, obviously it doesn't always work since like you said, you move around all night or people sleepwalk, but REM cycle is also the cycle that we dream. So like any dream you have, no matter if you remember it or not, this is when it happens. Um, so if you think about it, if your brain is just as active in REM cycle as you are in every day, that's probably why your dreams feel so real okay. when you think about it, which I had a crazy dream last night and I told Tyler about it. It was literally, I'm telling y'all, I need to start writing mine down because last night's dream literally was about some lady mind controlling people and I had to save them at this wedding and I was trying to save people and I was recruiting people to help me and I had to tackle the groom to the ground and have somebody sing his fraternity song to him to snap him out of this and people were jumping off the side of buildings and the bad lady was in like a globe giant globe aquarium it was crazy it probably seemed really long too oh it was forever long like it was like a full feature length movie but they say dreams that we have are just like literal seconds yes which is so crazy it makes no sense but you know i'm gonna trust them because they're professionals and i tried so hard after i woke up to like finish the dream but I could never go back to sleep and get it again. And I hate when that happens. I, really, I hate when I lose a dream. I rarely have dreams. And normally really? They're just really creepy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I can count on my hands the amount of dreams I've had in my life. Really? Yeah. I have memorable dreams at least three times a week. No. At least. I'll start writing them down because mine are crazy. Like they are the most random things, but they're always so like, like I could write movies out of them, like full feature long movies out of them. The last one I remember was like a couple of months ago and I witnessed a murder. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, that was. was Those are, I've killed a couple people. I've killed a couple people in my dreams. Never killed anybody. I've watched people be killed, but yeah. I've had I've had every dream that you can think of. The only one that I've never had, and I still want to try to figure out how to have them, is a lucid dream. I've never yeah. had a lucid dream. Like I've had the really creepy sex dreams. Those oh, those God. freak me out. Oh, I hate those. You've never had one of those? No. Oh my God, you're not missing anything. I hate when I have them. For I know some people probably would be like, I like having sex dreams. No, I do not. I do not. It's not not myself. And it's always someone weird. It's either either someone very personal and close to me or it's some complete stranger in a very weird situation. And I'm like, brain, if you do not stop. And then I always Google it. And it always says, if you have a sex dream about somebody that is very close to you or is like that you're like, you consider a friend or whatever, it's literally just your brain expressing affection towards them. And it's just showing you in your brain that, like, they're a part of your life. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's a reasoning, but I don't like it. It's still just, ugh. I don't know. I, I'm, but I also could have not had a lot of them because when I was younger, I was a really big sleepwalker. So, Oh, yes. Yeah, so or, or I just don't remember them. I yeah. Don't remember. Well, there is a thing, though. I did read, though, that if you want to start remembering your dreams more, you have to write them down. And, like, the more you, like, write like next time you have one, if you write it down and just keep writing them down as you have them, eventually your brain will start re- retaining that info and then you can like start remembering more of them. That's insane. So try it next time. Anyway, anyway, because our heart rate is slower, our body temperature is lower and overall in like a completely different state, really, um, when we get startled awake, in REM sleep, it can cause us to see and feel all kinds of things. For me, 
most likely what happened was when I was startled awake, my body was still paralyzed in place for a few seconds and that it took, and in those few seconds, it took my brain to register that I wasn't in REM sleep again and that I was actually awake. And that's why I couldn't move. Like I was just like, cause I really was like, I was just like frozen. Like I couldn't move and I was trying, but I just, I couldn't. And it only happened for maybe like five seconds and then I was fine. But for those five seconds, like I just couldn't move. And it was really, really creepy. Um, So when you think about that, it would kind of sort of explain why people would get so freaked out and think that they're seeing or experiencing something when they suddenly wake up at 3 a.m. Because, I mean, if we keep it all in context, imagine what you would think if you lived in the 1600s. And it's completely dark. Probably the only light is literally the moonlight. (laughs) And you wake up from a crazy dream because it's not like they didn't dream. They still dreamed. Yeah. And you woke up from a crazy dream and your brain is in this super active state. And it's creating all of these scenarios. Now, add in that the fact that is the Catholic Church is telling you that this particular hour is when demons are active or witches are active. And you're waking up, your body's paralyzed for a couple seconds, and your brain's, you know, taking maybe leftover images that it had created in your dream and projecting them in your eyes. That would be petrifying. Like, that would be very scary. And I could imagine thinking that demons were in my home because that's what I I saw some crazy whatever, you know, like, I could see it. I I could see it. They thought a lot of stuff back then was stuff like that. So, like, they just didn't know. They didn't understand yet. Yes. And I'm not saying that people in the Middle Ages were dumb. Like, they're not stupid. No, but they weren't, like, intel- unintelligent people. They just had a different, like, understanding of the way the world works than we do today. The person so, that discovered that just wasn't born yet. Yeah. And so, like, they didn't understand how REM sleep works. And they didn't understand yeah. that what goes on in your body on the biological level that we do. They don't understand the process of, you know, how our eyes collect information and how our eyes project, like, take that to our brain and our brain tells us what we're seeing. Like, they don't, they didn't understand that because they didn't know that yet. So, I could see how a whole folklore around it can be created by something because I feel like that's how most folklores are created is from a lack of understanding. So is what it is. So basically that whole thing is the witching hour. Hopefully you learned something today. I learned something. So um, I know I would wish I had more time to go down every single rabbit hole of how the Catholic Church got involved, but oh, Lord. I had to stop myself because I was really down a rabbit hole, and I said, this is not going to help me. This is not helpful. <laughs> I honestly think a lot of it is just them trying to scare people into doing what they wanted them to do. Oh, 100%. 100%. I should, we but should do it. does scary stuff happen? Yes. Yes. But, I mean, look at how – there's so much. Like, we really could do a whole episode. On the Catholic Church and the different yeah. levels of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so, yeah, that's all I got for you. Um, let us know if you have a crazy story that happened at the Witching Hour. Oh, um, God. You'd definitely be interested. <laughs> I love listening to creepy stories. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. But then also, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but also no. But yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Ain't got nothing else. That was a good one. We haven't done any paranormal. I I'm gonna have to look at our past episodes to see what the last one we did. The only thing coming to mind is Robert the Doll, but that was like our third episode. Oh, we did the Devil's Chair. We did that, but we did more after that. I just can't think what it is. Oh well, I mean, we kind of did. Oh my gosh, what's it called? I mean, we did Mothman. It was after that, and I just can't think of the name of it now, and it's driving me up the wall. Oh my gosh, it was... We've done so many episodes, which is crazy. Paranormal, paranormal, what was it? 
Was it was it the Mothman? Was Mothman the last kind of paranormal one that we did? I think that was in what August. Let me look it up. It was August. Yeah, I'm looking because yeah, the last thing we did. Well, we no 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 we did Roanoke, but that's kind of paranormal ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. very loose. Yeah. Very I, I would confidently say the last paranormal-ish thing we did was Mothman. Yes. But yeah, I mean, Roanoke's in there because it is kind of, some of the stuff is <laughs> weird. Kind of weird, yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I hope that, as always, you do something kind for someone t- this week. Or something nice in general. Take care of yourself. Fill your bucket. Yeah. Make that appointment to talk to your therapist. Make that appointment yeah. at the doctor's office. Make that appointment for a massage. Ooh. Oh, that sounds nice too. It does. You know, go outside. Stop telling yourself you're going to walk. Don't say you're going to start your diet next week. Actually, don't even start a diet because diets are the worst part of the diet culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, so don't say you're going to eat better tomorrow. Eat better today. Just eat, eat a vegetable, eat a fruit for us. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I already, I told Bethany y'all, I, my go, I see a nutritionist and she's been challenging me to try all these things that I <laughs> she told myself not, I didn't like. A, yeah. She says she's not a picky eater, but she's a picky eater. I am okay. No, <laughs> I am not a picky eater compared to other people in my life. Okay, well, Tyler doesn't count, and Cannon don't count because they are literally the pickiest eaters on the face of this planet. Um. Okay, I love my sister in law, but she's worse than both of them. Oh God. Um. So I will at least eat vegetables, and I will eat fruits. I just. I have a texture issue <laughs> and I it's a it's a redeeming factor for me because like I've told everybody and most people know this about me I will try anything at least once and that's a lot more than you can say for a lot of other people who are picky eaters I mean, a lot of people won't even try stuff I mean yeah I but I am very open about the fact that if I don't like something I'm not going to eat it yeah. Plain and simple. So, like, if I try it and I don't like it. That's how I feel about mushrooms. Okay. Well, see, mushrooms <laughs> are a thing for me because I was told recently that if I don't like mushrooms, I don't like portobello mushrooms because those are the most popular mushrooms that everyone eats. But that there are so many different types of mushrooms that don't taste anything like those. So, they said if, if it's not a portobello mushroom, just try it because it might taste better. So, I'm going to try it. I told myself I will try them. Tastes like dirt. Mm, probably. I still, I'm still, i still angry that I don't like avocados and that I don't like bananas. Those are the two foods that I wish I could eat, I love bananas. but I don't like them. I love bananas. I do not like avocado or guac, but I mm. do think it's the texture. Avocado has a really intense texture. It is, I don't even know, thick and Mm-hmm. Chunky and it's just weird. And yeah. see, bananas make me mad though because I like if I was to like take a banana right now and I put it in my mouth, I would like the taste of the banana. But when I start chewing it, and like you know how sometimes there's like the harder parts of a banana and then there's like the really mushy parts of the banana all in one bite. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> that just that literally makes my skin crawl just thinking about it and i'm just like mm, no well y'all don't no. listen to crystal make sure you eat <sighs> fruit and vegetable this hey week. i eat i eat a full at least probably two servings of veg of not vegetables of fruit every morning now so good i do it's good for your body i do i, I eat my fruits my apples i usually have apples grapes blueberries and blackberries all in the morning time with my bagel mm, so that sounds good so look i'm doing better good. caring about myself and i'm Blue- bringing all of y'all along with me blueberries are also really good i prefer the blackberries 
They're both good. Blueberries are just really good in general, just to detox all of your organs and stuff. That's what I also do. I also tell everybody this too. I used to not like all of these berries because they just tasted bland to me. I and then when I that. and then when I cut out a whole lot of artificial sugar, they taste so much sweeter. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man, that made me think. The other night, Zach got me a Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, I don't really want a water, and I'm not. I don't. I haven't had soda in like five months. It was so sweet. I only drank half of it. Oh I yeah. Gave, I gave the rest to the boys. I was like, this is so sweet. I was like, what is happening? I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I used to be able to like chug like six Dr. Peppers in a day. It's like take down a Gatorade no problem oh wait wait till you like just get really thirsty and have there's like all that's around is like a regular coke or something it will literally kill you no like it will hurt the last time I tried to drink when I tried to drink one of Zach's diet cokes and it just it literally oh it burned it burned my throat and it tasted like I was drinking like one of the cleaners under our kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I'm like, this is so gross. The, the only, like, soda that I can do right now, I will be honest, because everything else is too sweet, is, and strangely enough, I mean, I guess it is still kind of sweet, but it's the, um, the, what are they called? Oh, my gosh. The ginger ale zeros, like the zero sugar ginger oh, okay. ales. Yeah. I like yeah. those. I, I don't drink, that. I don't drink them often. I probably drink, like, to be completely honest, like once a month because I bought a 12 pack. Like remember when I got those um, water things for the ocean water? Oh yeah. Like, okay. That's how long ago that I got this, this thing. And I still have like, I think there was like eight of them left. So I I do miss an ocean water. I was actually thinking about getting one tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Pro tip. If you don't want the sugar, just custom order a diet Sprite with the coke blue coconut flavoring and it's okay. just a diet ocean water oh that does that sounds pretty good and it to me it doesn't taste any different to be completely yeah. honest i mean i don't like miss soda but i do miss a good ocean water i do too those are my favorite those are my yes. jams i miss a good ocean water i might do that tomorrow just mm. go and get me an ocean water yeah mm. Anyway, okay, enough rambling. If you've made it to this end, you probably either <laughs> turned it off and said, yeah, most people probably, they're like, I'm okay, good. the episode's over. <laughs> Bye. We don't want to talk anymore. But you're, you're probably, some of y'all are probably still listening and we're just enjoying our conversations. But anyway, um, love you guys. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye.